Hello, everyone, and welcome back to my podcast. You are always enough, and of course, it's me, your host, Lisa. Um, today, I bring a very special guest on. Um, he is my lovely boyfriend. His name is Jeffrey, and I am so excited to have him on the show today. So, the lovely Jeffrey, if you want to introduce yourself. Hello, my name is Jeffrey. I'm thrilled to be on the 10th episode of You Are Always Enough podcast. Um, Yeah, that's about it. So tell them a little bit about yourself. Oh, my name is Jeffrey, and I am dating the the host of this podcast. Uh, We've been dating for four years now. Yeah, we actually just had our fourth anniversary on October 12th and um it's honestly kind of crazy that we've been together for almost half a decade um you know as you know we live together now um well we've lived together for a while now how long has it been like 2019 yeah we've lived together for a while now and like I talked about in our last podcast we recently adopted a dog um, so yeah, we've got a lot going on at all times. Um, Jeffrey just graduated from the U of M as a civil engineer, so he's officially an engineer now. Do you want to talk about that? Uh, yeah, I, uh, I work for a consulting company. Um, basically what we do is we design roadways, so when you drive past, um, like road construction. Basically, my job is to create the plans and the designs that then is given to the construction workers to complete the job. So that's what I do. Do you like it? Yeah, it's it's fun. What's your best part? Um, I enjoy designing roads like it's it's fun for me. So it's, it's good. Wow. Thanks for sharing that. So, do you want to tell everyone our love story? Sure. Um, Essentially, we matched on Tinder. And then I invited you to a party. And it was was fun. Um, Probably not the best first date. So, in hindsight, would have rather done something a little bit more classy. But that's how it goes. Um, and yeah, I think we, we clicked pretty quickly. We, we had our second date the next day and yeah, we've been together for four years, so that's pretty fun. Yeah. So we matched on Tinder back in 2018. Like he said, um, we were both freshly into college, had just, you know, had the first time of our lives where we were away from our families and kind of able to be independent um yeah I I mean I was on tinder just for like fun and I was just meeting people and having a lot of new experiences um it was really funny when he had asked me to go to a frat party because of course I didn't think that I was going to end up anywhere I was just like okay this will be fun I invited friends he invited friends it wasn't like you know, a specific date date, but as soon as I got out of the car when I went to the party, 
um, we kind of locked eyes and, um, like he was talking to me and kind of explaining the frat party or whatever. And yeah, I just knew right then that I really liked him. Um, we spent that whole evening together. I, we ended up talking until like 3am or something. Um, and we were with, um, a group of friends the whole time, but I really just felt like the only person I was interested in talking to was Jeffrey. Like, everyone was in one little tiny dorm room, but, um, I just felt like I was in my own little world with him. And, yeah, at the second date, which ended up being the next day, he asked me to be his girlfriend. Um, it was kind of funny, actually, because we were watching... An episode of The Office. <laughs> what? Okay, he he didn't want me to tell this story because he thinks it's really cringy, but I think it's cute. Um, but it was four years ago. I have grown a lot as a person. Okay, so we were watching The Office at my apartment, and um, it's really funny because originally I don't remember what was happening in the show, but somebody was talking to somebody about being in a relationship and then he looked over and he asked me if I wanted to be his girlfriend and for whatever reason I like thought that he was like joking and so I just laughed at him and I was like oh haha like so funny and then um a couple hours later later um Michael was actually asking Holly to be his girlfriend in the office and then he looked at me again and he said, so will you be my girlfriend? And I was like, oh, were you serious about that? And he was like, yeah. And then, um, of course, I said yes, because I was so enthralled by him. But um, he thinks it's cringy. I think it's really cute and funny and quirky. Um, but anyways, yeah, we've been together ever since. And um, it's been a lot of fun. So I actually posted a little question on my Instagram story the other day where basically I asked listeners for topic requests or um, any questions that they want answered in the podcast. So I'm going to go ahead and do that now. All right, Jeffrey. So the first question that was asked is how do we handle disagreements? Mm, Okay. Um, Well, I would say if disagreements arise mostly what we do is we talk about it um sometimes a lot uh and you know try to understand where each other are coming for from and then like i think compromise is big like you're rarely when you're involved two people with like different ideas which is like what a disagreement fundamentally is i think you have to be okay with you're probably not going to walk away getting a hundred percent of like what you want or what you originally want Um, but like you have to, I don't know, thread the needle and find a compromise that kind of works for everybody. And I think like over the years we have definitely gotten better and better at that. Um, so yeah, that's, that's, that's my answer. Yeah. I would say communication is a big thing for us. Like I try to be as open and honest about how I feel with Jeffrey and, um, You know, he tries to do the same, I think. But we don't really have that many disagreements at this point. I mean, I feel like the biggest disagreement is, like, 
Jeffrey leaves the cupboards open in the kitchen, and I have OCD, so I hate that. Um, but there, I mean, obviously, there's been bigger things. We've been together for so long, but if I'm gonna go back into a cupboard, it does not make sense to, okay, open it, grab the thing. I'm gonna go back in, right? I'm not gonna close it and then reopen it. I'm just gonna leave it open. Yeah. Anyway. But yeah, I mean, I would say in any relationship, whether it's romantic or, you know, with your coworker or whoever, it's always important to just be honest about how you feel. And not only that, but just keep an open mind when the other person is talking and telling you how they feel. Um, If you aren't telling your whole side, your whole story, you're not going to be able to openly communicate correctly because you're not being honest with them. Um, And the only way to really like 100% resolve the issue is to get it all out in the open and talk about it. Um, So just make sure you're doing that in all relationships that you have, no matter um, who it's with. All right, so the next topic that was requested was holding space for your partner. Um, Would you like to talk about that, Jeffrey? I would love to if I knew what that meant. (laughs) Yeah, so I just showed him, like, I had Googled the answer so he could see it from a source. But um, I would say holding space for your partner is just kind of being present and being there for them. Um, when they're having a big emotion or, you know, even in the day-to-day things. But I think the most important time is when your partner is having a lot of emotions or they're going through something. Um, so I think that's kind of the, the most important time where you do hold space for your partner. Okay, so now that you actually know what it means, do you want to talk about it? Uh, sure. So I think one of, like, the key things I would say is the fact that I, like, enjoy your presence like it's not hard to actually be i don't know uh like present in the world around you um because i actually like being around you right so like if i didn't enjoy that or i felt it like strenuous um it would probably make it a a lot harder but since i do enjoy your presence and all that it's not that bad well hold on not that bad sounds terrible um it's pretty good (laughs) yeah um We kind of were talking about this a little bit earlier, um, about how we have had friends or we've just known people who kind of, like, hate their partners. um, And they're, like, constantly complaining about having to be present with their partner and be with their partner. And I think if that's the case, like, you maybe shouldn't be in a relationship together. Yeah, I would even say it's not even, like, they say that they hate them. It's also just, like... I don't know. I've heard from, like, my friends who are like, wow, I can only withstand, like, my girlfriend in, like, a few hours at a time or for, like, a few days. And then, like, I need time to decompress. It's like, okay, well, as your relationship progresses, like, you're not going to see each other less unless, I don't know, you become, like, a workaholic or, like, an alcoholic or something. So I feel like you actually have to, like, in the beginning of the relationship, if you are constantly thinking, like, wow, I need like obviously alone time is important but like if you're constantly like wow i need just like time to decompress away from them completely uh that's probably a sign that once you get even like more of their i don't know personality like more time with them it's not gonna turn out well for you yeah i would say 
um, the same thing. Like, obviously, Jeffrey and I, we take time apart or whatever, um, which it's a little bit harder now that we live together. Not that we really, like, need to do it often. But what that looks like for us is, like, if I want space, it's usually me who takes space. But typically, if I need space, I will just go into another room and I'll say, you know, say to him, like, hey, I just want some space. Like, I want five minutes alone or whatever. Um, And it's important that he respects that. And, I mean, he doesn't really take space from me all that often, but... If he would, I would obviously respect that and let him have some alone time. Do you want to talk about um, kind of how you hold space for me when I'm, like, having a lot of emotions or I'm going through something? Yeah, when when you're going through it, it's mostly just being like, hey, what would you like? And typically it's something, like, super easy, like, hey, I'd like some tea or I'd like, like to go shopping or something. Um, which is like super easy to do so yeah it's just like asking you what you need and um or like what you'd like what'll make you feel better um that sort of thing what about when I'm like going through something really difficult kind of like when I've had some little PTSD things or even in the times when I felt like extremely depressed um yeah mostly it's like same process i mean obviously like shopping and tea doesn't fix that but i don't know it can like help but a lot of times i say like hey remember this to talk about with your therapist um and yeah it's just like talk about it if you want if you don't want to talk about it cool let's just hang out um and like watch a show or something like whatever you think is best to help you get through the moment yeah and then um i will also say even though I'm going through a hard time, it's really important for me to also communicate my needs. Um, so a lot of times, like he said, it, it's going to be something simple like, yeah, I just want some tea or something. Um, it's very important for me to communicate that to him because sometimes when I'm having a really hard time, I can't like get myself up to get that tea or to brush my hair or whatever um so I just try to ask for help and ask him um to just you know help me out with those things um the other thing that's really helpful for me when I'm having a hard time is um physical touch so um I will want a lot of hugs or I just want to be touching Jeffrey in some way, holding his hand or something. Um, in times when it's felt really bad, I just want his presence. Like, if I have to get up and go to the kitchen for something, I will feel like a million times better and safer if he were to just come with me. Um, and in moments when I'm feeling a lot of emotion, it's actually really hard to ask for those things because I feel like, I'm being too much or, um, you know, I'm inconveniencing him, but, um, I don't think he really minds. He actually encourages it. So over our few years together, I have definitely, um, been working a lot on just asking for help when I need it. And what would you say I do when you're having a hard time, which is not very often? 
Um, I would say you do very similar to what I just said I did, which is, hey, what do you need? And then you try to help. Can you talk about a specific experience you have in mind or... Uh, not right off the top. (laughs) So the next topic we were asked to discuss was just navigating relationships. Um, so do you want to talk a little bit about how you navigate our relationship and how you navigate relationships that are not just ours? Um, I don't know. I think like you just gotta like spend time with people who you enjoy spending time with um and like do things that you enjoy doing with people that you like and then also i would say it's important to um like have like a routine like i I think that's like underrated in the world is like getting up and doing something um you know, and, like, following a routine, but then also, like, being able to break outside the routine every once in a while. Yeah, can you say a little bit more about what routine we have going on right now? Yeah, well, essentially, it's wake up, walk the dog, and then, you know, I, so it's, like, 6 a.m., right? Then it's, like, 6.30. Okay, then it's get ready for work. You know, we eat breakfast together. Okay, we both leave for work like 7.30. Um, and then, yeah, then it's like come home, eat dinner together, and then take the dog on another walk because she's crazy if she doesn't get her two walks. And then it's like kind of find something to fill like two or three hours in the evening. And then that's like where you can like change up what you're going to do. And then it's like watch a show and go to bed. And then, yeah, that's fun. And then some days you got to, like, do something, you know, more exciting. But for a good, I don't know, 70% of our weekdays, that's what it is. And I think that's pretty good. Yeah. So what do we normally fill our time with um, in those two to three hours you were talking about? And then um, what about weekends? Um, I would say those two to three hours could be filled with grocery shopping. Um, Sometimes we go out like if we go out to dinner that like takes longer than just like eating at home um yeah chiropractor we go we've gone see the sunset a few times um yeah we'll read together well separate books but you know near each other stuff like that yeah and then what about weekends painting you like to paint and then yeah stuff like that and then weekends, um, oftentimes we have a few hours of cleaning. I don't know how two people and a dog create so much mayhem, but we do. It's not that dirty. It can be. Um, and then, yeah, I don't know. Like, it's kind of hard because it's like every, every weekend's kind of different, like with what you have planned. So I don't know how to talk about that. Yeah, I would say I usually have an idea of what I want to do over the weekend. With my OCD stuff, I typically will have kind of a little itinerary for our weekends. 
Um, I have been working on trying to stray away from that and be more spontaneous, but I still like to have a plan or at least an idea of what we're going to do so that way we can plan other things around that. How would you say we work on maintaining a balance of like our social lives or um, hobbies or other things that we like to do while also maintaining our relationship? Um, I think, um, like, when I want to do something that's, like, one of my hobbies, I just kind of say, hey, I'm going to do this for a little bit. And you say, okay. And, like, when you want to do stuff, like, you like to paint, and, like, I don't love to paint that much. Um, I say, okay, and then I do something, you know, and then I do something that I want to do, and you do something that you do. Um, it's, like, not that complicated. It's just, like, if you want to do something that maybe you wouldn't do together you just gotta say hey i want to do this right now or like say hey tomorrow i'm gonna do this it's nothing that crazy yeah i think that's one of the biggest things about being in a relationship with someone long term and then also like living together um you obviously are not going to want to do the same thing as your partner every single second of the day and honestly that is totally fine because like he said you know, sometimes I will sit next to him and paint while he's doing something he wants to do. Or, you know, if he wants to play video games, I will go take a bath or I'll read my book. Um, But yeah, that is really important in relationships is just spending time together, but also like understanding that you don't have to be doing the same exact thing every second. Um, And that is healthy and that's totally okay um i think it would honestly be weird if you didn't do that the next question is how to make things work in a healthy relationship um i don't know i i feel like i keep saying the exact same thing but i think it's it's pretty important it's just like you have to be able to talk to each other you have to actually enjoy each other like like all the um like sitcoms where it's like you know the uh the man is always like i hate my wife i can't wait to go go to the get away from her for the weekend or something um i feel like that's probably not great and that happens in real life a lot too so i think it's actually enjoying each other um and then doing things together but also having time to do things apart and also just being able to like enjoy the day like the mundane parts of the day right like that's important not everything can always be like super crazy and flashy but being able to like just enjoy eating dinner and like watching a show is pretty important i'd say yeah one thing that i kind of struggled with a little bit when um jeffrey first started working his full-time job um well he's had a full-time job before but obviously when he graduated college and became like an actual engineer you know we're both working on nine to fives and I have kind of switched my schedule up a little bit to make it align with Jeffrey's more um so that way we are spending the time outside of work together um I struggled a bit with feeling like we didn't actually have enough time together. 
um, we go to bed pretty early. We go to bed around like eight, eight thirty. Um, and so if Jeffrey's home around four thirty, we only have like two to three hours before we go to bed. And then, you know, the next morning we have like an hour together before work. And then, you know, we do the same thing every day. And so I struggled a little bit with only having a few hours a day with Jeffrey. Um, which feels kind of silly to say because we've obviously been together so long and we spend um, most of the time outside of work together. But even though we do live together and, you know, we sleep next to each other every night, um, it is important to also, like, make time for each other outside of the normal day-to-day activities, such as eating dinner. The other thing... um, that I think makes it so you are in a quote-unquote healthy relationship is that communication like we talked about. You know, um, communication is super important, being honest with your partner, and um, sometimes you're going to feel bad. Like, you know, say we made plans to go do something and I'm just not feeling up for it. I could just force myself to go do the thing that we planned on and you know feel kind of miserable and tired um or I could communicate and say hey you know what I'm actually not feeling up to it today could we reschedule for another time so then it's going to be a more enjoyable time for all of us um that can really help because I have definitely done the first thing where I'm like okay you know I'm just going to force myself to do it because I agreed upon it Um, And then I go and I'm kind of crabby and then I'm not having the best time. And then he's not having the best time because I'm not having the best time. And then it's just like if I would have just been honest and open and told him that I wasn't feeling up to it, then, you know, we'd be having a lot more fun. Um, Or even sometimes when we decide not to do whatever we planned, it can honestly be more fun to just sit at home and watch movies and cuddle or something like it doesn't have to be so serious all the time it doesn't have to be um planned so specifically and obviously it's going to be a little bit different for us because we live together and we've been together for a long time but even in the beginning of our relationship um We didn't always plan specific dates and things. In fact, it was a little bit difficult because neither of us had a car and we didn't live like right next to each other. I mean, it was 10 minutes away, but still, um, you know, we had to commit to paying $10 in an Uber. Um, And what we tried to do is, um, you know, spend specific days together together. and figure out who was going where, if he was going to come to me, if I was going to come to him, um, and things like that. And even then, it's like, it doesn't have to be that serious. You don't have to sit and go on specific fancy dates and go to the best restaurants or whatever. Sometimes it's actually better to just go hang out with your partner and you know, watch a movie or hang out or just go grab 
bad food in the dining hall or something. That kind of stuff is also very important in the beginning of your relationship, um, in a long-term relationship. Just wanting to really spend time together, no matter what you're doing, is going to be super important. Okay, so the last question is asking for relationship advice, just in general. Okay, I would say the main relationship advice I can give you is that you should actually enjoy the person. Like, for friendships, for for romantic relationships, you should enjoy the person that you're in the relationship with. Um, and, like, obviously you're not going to like everybody a million percent every single second of the day, but, like, even the stuff that you... Um, maybe don't enjoy as much is like completely tolerable because especially in the beginning of relationships like that's when you're spending the least amount of time with people and if you're already like not enjoying your entire time with them um once you you know in eventually like move on down the line and like live start living together like you you have to be able to enjoy hanging out with them or it's just going to get worse and worse yeah, I definitely agree with that. Um, one thing that I really needed to learn a few years ago is, um, you know, picking who I want to spend my time with. There was definitely a point in my life where I would have hung out with anyone just to not have to, like, sit at home alone. Sorry, my dog was sneezing a lot, um, which I'm sure you heard. But um, yeah, like I was saying, there was a point in my life where I was willing to kind of hang out with anybody or go anywhere to not have to sit at home alone. Um, in fact, I hated being alone. When Jeffrey and I first moved in together, like officially and had our own apartment, I could not stand being home alone. I would literally like cry or, you know, just be miserable until he came home or until I went to hang out with someone. Um, and at that point in my life, I was hanging out with people that I barely even liked. I mean, I was doing things that I didn't really exactly want to do. It's not like I put myself in any like unsafe situations or anything, but it's like, not being able to spend time alone is, you know, kind of bad. Like, you you should be able to spend time alone by yourself, getting to know yourself, having a relationship with yourself. Um, you know, you shouldn't have to be, like, running around the city every second of the day. You should be able to have time to rest and just do things alone. Alrighty, um, I think it's about time to wrap this up. Our dog is kind of being crazy and she really wants our attention. But yeah, I think we talked about a lot of important things today. Um, thank you so much, Jeffrey, for being on this episode. Yeah, no problem. I need to uh, correct an error I made in the introduction. This is actually episode nine of You Were Always Enough. Season one, episode nine. So yeah, next Next episode is episode 10, so there's probably going to be a special. Um, But yeah, thanks for having me. Um, I wish you the best of luck with the podcast. Sorry, my chai girl is going crazy right now. 
And I just want to say thank you so much to everyone who took their time to listen to this episode today. I love each and every one of you, and the fact that you are choosing to listen to my podcast out of all the other things means the world to me. I love you. Feel free to reach out to me on social media, at Lisa 4 Williams. I hope you have the best day ever. I love you. I love you. I love you. Um, Please go drink some water, and have an amazing day.